0: Hey there! Are you looking to take your family life to the next level? One where you're in charge and free to set your own hours? You've come to the right place. Each and every week, we share the highs, lows, ups, and downs as we grow our businesses from zero to hero. Welcome to the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. It's
1: been a while. Too long. Well, now I'm good. I'm I'm opening a beer. It's the first time in a few days, so... Life just For got a little you. better, just a
0: little <laughs> better. <laughs> uh, how are things? I saw your uh, I saw your pictures on uh, on Instagram. Looks like you guys had a good time, huh? Yeah, down in Georgia. It's good times, man. You're not that far from uh, from the mothership here. Oh yeah, you guys are in Florida, right? No. Yeah, I mean it's you know relatively, I guess it's yeah. a lot closer than uh, than we have been than normal. Yeah, a lot yeah. closer
1: than uh, Europe. Since you're stateside Uh, these days, for sure.
0: (laughs) Yes, Um,
1: yeah, we had a good time, and uh, we rented this cabin in rural Georgia, uh, Ringgold, Georgia, near Tunnel Hill, and uh um, just south of Chattanooga. And uh, yeah, because we wanted to get like the whole family in under one roof to let the like cousins play in the pool and stuff like that. So we rented this cabin that had enough room to sleep, you know, sixteen or eighteen people, and. And uh so that happened. I'm back. Glad to be out of That's the awesome. 90 plus degree heat and 80,000% humidity.
0: Uh-huh. Tell me about it. Yeah, we've been in order for 3 weeks now and it's just like uh, I don't know how I grew up here and it's just just incredibly miserable in the summer. I used to I used to play golf like every day in the summer all day and I just honestly I can't even possibly imagine.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, on the last day down there. What do you do? Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody's just like, okay, kind of done with just, like, everybody's just, la- like, laying by the pool. Because the pool water wasn't even refreshingly yeah. cool. It was just, like, yeah, wet. It was just wet, right? And so everybody's just laying on lounge yeah. chairs next to the pool, sweating with, like, a Kindle in their hand.
0: <laughs> it's fucking great, right? And I'm
1: like, yeah, we drove, you know, <laughs> yeah. nine hours for this. So uh, I went inside, right? And so I had resisted all week and I finally opened up my laptop like on the last day. And my wife was all angry at me for it. And I was like, I'm not just going to lay outside and just sweat. <laughs> like nobody wants to see the fat man lay by the pool sweating. Right. So I'm going to go inside, open up laptop in the air conditioning. And uh, you guys come get me when you want me to fire up the grill for, for dinner. And, then, uh, yeah. and yeah. then that night my wife stepped on a scorpion, which was pretty cool. Some good excitement. Whoa,
0: did she, get, she got stung, or yeah, she
1: got stung by a scorpion. It's pretty
0: cool. Nice.
1: And uh, he was still alive when I got there as she went screaming to the house. I went back in looking for him. He was like laying there on the rug and in and, and the bathroom. And, and so I picked him up with tweezers and messed with him for a while. But uh, yeah, so you anyway.
0: know, your, uh, your insha- insurance policy on your wife still good, or <laughs> Yeah, or else I wouldn't have go, been
1: going around planting scorpions everywhere. I mean, come on, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I guess That's down great. there, those That's scorpions great. are like a, it's like a wasp thing. It wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Just hurt. Okay, but, okay. But uh, it's not like the Arizona ones that can kill a man.
0: Right, right.
1: I'm not a scorpion expert or anything, but
0: uh, anyway, this can can the scorpion wrangler? That's awesome. <laughs> So, so, uh, yeah, so I listened, so it's been, uh, it's terrible. It's been a month since we've talked.
1: Oh, I think it's been more than a month.
0: Uh, five, yeah. five weeks. Probably. Yeah.
1: Maybe right around a month, about five weeks.
0: Yeah. And, and since then you've been, uh, a guest on startups for the rest of us. Yes. So congratulations. It was, uh, it was a very nice episode. Yeah. That was totally like, um,
1: the weirdest thing. It was like, I got a call the night bef- or email the night before I was like, Hey, um what are you doing tomorrow?' <laughs> just like uh so um yeah, it's like podcast
0: like a champ
1: something i I had like been hoping for forever. It was like, oh man, someday I hope to appear on these shows that I've listened to for so long, and it was just like so off yeah. the cuff and random and un- you know like there was no prep- prepping for it <laughs> so uh yeah, um the, uh, kudos to their editors too, because um it was probably one of my worst. Like times behind a microphone, which is saying a lot because I'm usually pretty bad uh-huh. behind a microphone. So uh, they made me sound um, coherent.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It's not surprising. I mean, they've done so much of it. They have a, a great process down now. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, how how are things? I mean, I know we've talked offline a little bit, but I mean, you guys uh, were on product hunt, and you were on startups. For the rest of us, and I know Justin has uh, a pretty big show with texting right so what's uh what's what's business like what's the the state of the nugget
1: oh yeah so to catch everybody up um have been helping out with nugget so co-founder of nugget um mastermind jam is still going um as it's been going so nugget has been like um really consuming my time like lately and um this family vacation couldn't have like it simultaneously couldn't have come at a worse time, but it also couldn't have come in at a better time. Because, you know, there was four or five weeks in a row where I went to bed at like two thirty or three in the morning and got up at, you know, eight thirty or eight in the morning. Um and it was just like nonstop. Just, you know, um into the just to start up tasks. And like mm-hmm. largely, you know, some of that is you know, Justin and I on a, on, on a chat very much like this in the evenings, it's 10 o'clock for him, but it's midnight for me. And if we spend two hours together working on the, the business idea that has to go out in the email the next morning, well, that's like two or two fifteen, and I'm done with that. Now my mind is still like turned on. Right. And I just like, by the time I can get to sleep, it's like three fifteen, three thirty, um, and it just uh, kept going
0: on like no, that. No, that's horrible, man. Yeah.
1: And uh, <laughs> and like my wife had scheduled this vacation like last winter. Um so it was not the best timing, right? So as a co-founder that has to suck like you've just launched a product and oh by the way, <laughs> my co-founder is going to be uh, um off the grid for 7 days, but um Mhm. But he was cool about it. He's like, fine, you know, have a good time, you know, let your hair down and uh, I'll, I'll handle the nugget production while you're gone. And um, so he streamlined it a bit while I was gone and it came back to a much, much easier process to do. So uh-huh. to kind of be, you know, reciprocate for that. So I've, I've, I've been doing nuggets all by myself this week so he can get a little time for his family. And, uh, I have managed to get, like, I was spending two to three hours on every nugget that I worked on. While I was gone, Justin got it down to like 30 minutes.
0: And um, so, so sorry, give folks more on what, what that means. What does okay. spending time on a nugget mean? And I, cause you and I've talked, but I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, spending time
1: yeah. on a nugget is a business opportunity that comes into us from our various lead capture, you know, sources, primarily um, Amazon mTurk. And Uh so these business problems come across our doorstep in batches of like a hundred. And then we got to sift through them and find the ones that are suitable for like a software project. Um, and you know, just using some common sense. Right. And then, um, we delve into it. So a lot of times people are writing these things in very colloquial terms. And so you have to kind of tease out the actual business problem at hand And summarize it in a way that makes sense, like almost like a software proposal. So in these emails, we'll give two, three, five paragraphs about what the opportunity entails, um, what the possible solution would look like, who it's for, where these people hang out online, that kind of information. So somebody in their email will get, you know, they'll actually see the plain text of what the customer um, asked for. And then they'll get our analysis. So, you know, hey, this is a bootstrappable idea. This is a, a great opportunity with this many food trucks in, in the nation. You could approach them in this way, blah, blah, blah. The total market cap of this industry is this. And it's growing at this rate year over year. And um, here are some links to resources for APIs that give you what you need to solve this. And, hey, you might want to steer clear of this patent over here. Here's a link to that. So those kinds of ins and outs of a business idea to let somebody decide for themselves if this, some, if this is something that they want to pursue further. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, that was taking, um, because again, it's like, you know, you, you have dinner, you put the kid down for bed, you say goodnight to the wife, you sit down, open the laptop, get all the tabs open that you need for the. By the time you're into it, you know, you've, you've wasted 15, 20 minutes. Um, so um, they were taking a while. So I'll come back. Justin had kind of shaved that process down to like 30 minutes. And, um, so I'm like, well, if you can do it in 30 minutes, I'm sure I can do it in 30 minutes. So let me give it a shot. I'll do all the nuggets this week. Thank you for minding the store while I was on vacation. So, um, the first night I went to do one, I was like, you know, if he says they're taking 30 minutes, I'm going to use his new approach and I'm just going to knock out like five right now and, uh, see how it goes. And, um, Two and a half hours later, I got one nugget done. And I'm like, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> uh, <fuck. laughs> so that sucked. So the next night, I sat down. I was like, okay, I'm not getting up from this chair until I've got at least two done, right? So instead of setting my sights, I'm just getting the whole weeks done. I just, I need to get two done. And I smashed out three in about two and a half hours. So that was substantially better, right? So um, anyway... It just Is any
0: of this could uh, sort of farm out. I mean, I know you guys have some revenue. What could uh, a well-trained and highly documented process uh, work for like a VA? Yes. No, well, that's what we're talking about a lot. We could easily
1: farm out three quarters of the work that goes into these daily things and get ahead of this. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So that's great. And then we just have to circle back around and put like more of an editorial Spin are just a couple paragraphs on each one. Um, uh, but yeah. certainly a VA can look up. What's the market cap on this? And, um, how many LinkedIn groups would where, uh, 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 could I find, um, people that are office managers who need this thing or, you know, you know, every different niche has different places where people hang out. We had one nugget that was <laughs> for people interested in, in software for like, um, helping them with their quilting and to organize all their design patterns for quilting. Like, and we're all what? like, no way. And we started getting into it. And it's like, Oh my goodness. Like, uh, <laughs> we had people like really surprised at what like a ripe opportunity. This was, this is like, there's like over 2 million um, quilters on one message board for quilters talking about how much the software sucks that they use, you know? Um, It's like wow, somebody could actually, somebody could actually do this. Like you think of Patrick McKenzie doing the bingo card creator years ago. It's very much like that, right? Yeah. And so you got to kind of change your brain a little bit, so you're not looking for a business that maybe, maybe it doesn't intersect with your passions. But maybe the idea is for somebody who's really looking to start a business and like get some freedom or get some money or cash flow. um, Maybe you need to change your brain a little bit and just get, sorry, get passionate about solving somebody's problems. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you know, I was thinking about the, I was talking with my wife about the exact same thing today, is that we all, I I feel like, sit around and kind of jerk each other off with like, I'm going to create a this so my friends who are also like online entrepreneurs can use it. And this tool, I think, is going to really solve an important problem for like other people who do a productized service or want to start a startup or whatever. The reality is we are. One, severely limiting the the market scope that we think about with our businesses. But but two, we're just confining ourselves to ideas that are like so niche in in the minutiae that I think we miss a lot of really, really good businesses. Yes. You know, yeah. that, that have nothing to do with anyone we know. Yeah. And I don't think that's bad.
1: Well, we've had. A few, I think it's good. Actually, we've had a few of these business ideas that have really made me agree with you on this. Like, hey, there's a whole world out there. You don't have to start another marketing automation tool. You don't. You You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to write mm-hmm. another. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Another six part e- um, video course on how to program something in Ruby on Rails. Like, you could just go and solve a problem that a lot of people have. And a lot of these people, yeah, maybe they're not as tech savvy as the marketers and or, or specifically internet marketers and, um, internet entrepreneurs are, but like, man, we were just like lurking on this quilting forum (laughs) for, for like a week and just going in and casually just like teasing out what people's problems were. Like Justin bumbled in, I, I've teased him about this, so he won't mind if I say that. He bumbled in. His first post was like, hey, I'm looking to create software for you that you'll pay me $10 a month. What, what would that software do? And everybody's just like, who are you? <laughs> Screw you, man. I'm mm-hmm. not paying you $10 a month. That's that's a that's 120 bucks a year. I don't have that kind of money. And then, you know, like
0: yeah, so the it's, crowd
1: turned on him, yeah. right? Pitchforks. So you, you got to <laughs> let that die down. Then you kind of log on with another account. And you just start, like, interacting and being a person. Right. It's like, uh, so, and you've come to find out like some of these people have spent six grand on machines for quilting, right? They're not running a business. Mm -hmm. This is a hobby that they, that they do in their spare time. You know, they have a job or they're retired. They make these quilts, they sell them at the craft fair and they make a little money off of it. You know what I mean?
0: And they're fanatical about, yeah. So
1: fanatical that they spend a, a shit ton of money on this, right? And they have paid for uh-huh. software in the yeah. past now it was like a one time download for for sixty bucks or something, and they paid for it um and that that software was written back in like you know two thousand and nine and it's downloadable software and it's really aging poorly right and there's just like there's no cloud version of that software there's not even an updated version of that software. It's just like people are just still using it right and so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there's like two or three of these programs that they alternate between and none of them are great. And um their programming challenges are um not that huge. And anyway, there's there's been a few niches like that that just really open people's eyes of, "Oh wow," you know. Um and then we had some we've had a lot of nugget customers actually go and really just get their hands dirty in customer development. It's so inspiring to see. Um Mm-hmm. You know, like a guy, he saw the food truck one that I think, I think now we're sending that out as part of the free trial as well, but he saw the food truck one. And he's like, well, there's food trucks just down the street from me. Hold on. I'll be right back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, really? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I just got back, spoke to 10 food truck guys, and it's like, this is what I found. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my goodness, these people are crushing it. Another person, hey, I just got off the phone. Yeah. I've had 15 customer development phone calls today. Here's what they're telling me. Um, it's a little different than what was described in the nugget, but maybe these two things intersect in this way, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's really kind of an inspiring thing to watch happen. Uh, so,
0: so people are, are, Interacting back with you on this in what way? Is it's a community? Is it on email or or what? Both, but it's largely in
1: the community. Um, but uh-huh. um, they do. We have gotten emails from customers, and I've actually like we had one um, one customer community member that uh, was really struggling with a couple issues. So um, I just like did a screencast video for him real quick one day one one afternoon when I was working, and like I think it was five minutes. And like totally blew him away. I don't think this guy will ever cancel his account because he was just so blown away that it took the time for him. And, um, it wasn't like a stunt. It wasn't customer development. It was just like, Hey, man, you're doing the same kind of stupid shit that I do. And here's how I work through it. You know what I mean? It's just like being mm-hmm. a per, you just be yeah. a person and you affect people. And then, um, hopefully that helps them out. So the community has, um, a lot of great engagement. I wish it was more engagement right? We've got a lot of customers that have never said anything at all in the community, but you know, it looks like we're, we have about, you know, 25% of our, our customer base right now chatting in the community,
0: um, which is, I actually think that's probably high. If you benchmark it against other communities, Have, have you looked at what the numbers should be?
1: Well, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. But the reason I don't feel that it's high is, is partially because the numbers are so skewed. We've got fewer than 80 customers, right? So we're at 77 customers. Sure, yeah. Right? So like other communities that I've seen where there are thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of customers, and they might have a similar number of people talking daily. Like they might have 50 to 100 mm-hmm. people talking in unique conversations every day. So I look at our community and it's like, we don't have 50 to 100 conversations, right? And so I guess maybe I have an unreasonable expectation of what should be going on. Um, because if we had the kind of engagement or uptake that other communities have, it would be like one guy talking every other week. You know what I mean? Just to make the stats work.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just a hard thing to build. You have the sort of, you have the sort of rabid fans right now too, since you're so early, right? They're the super passionate fans.
1: Yeah. And they're very aware that they're early, right? It's not like we sold them that there's this huge community and they get in as like crickets, right? They knew like, customer one knew he was yeah. going to be in there probably with, like, five people. Um, but uh-huh. those early customers made the most of that. You know what I mean? They, I mean, they're talking to us by name and threads. It's like, hey, Ken, I know you're working on this. I listened to your podcast. And, you know, it's like um, they're taking the opportunity to get the personal f- support that they want. You know, it's cheaper than buying a course. Yeah. It's cheaper yeah. than, you know, a lot of these courses where you, you spend two grand and, and you get, like, one-hour call with a guy during that month. Um so we're working hard to make sure that it's a good deal and it's a good value and that people are making progress.
0: That's awesome, man. I that's that's huge. That's great that's great progress, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um we're looking at we've done a lot of price tests. So it's hard to tell because when we're we have um we're using ProfitWell as our like financial dashboard. We were using bare metrics for a while, but ProfitWell is just so much better. And oh by the way, it's free. Um Mm. i hate to say that because i like you know the Bear Metrics guys but Bear Metrics only updates daily not real time um profit well is real time um profit well makes money by hoping that you upgrade to their churn management platform kind of like stunning they have mm. built into mm-hmm. profit well but if you don't upgrade to that then it's just um free um but um Excellent metrics, excellent visualizations, and it really gives you a lot of transparency in what's going on in your business. But the problem with us is when you're running a lot of price tests or you're giving promotions or like Justin and I will do a customer interview, and at the end we'll say, hey, thank you for spending two hours just talking about you know what we could do to make Nugget better for you. In exchange for that, here's a discount. You know what I mean? Um, we've done a lot of that. And um, so that skews the numbers of like – like in ProfitWell, it counts churn as churn plus downgrades. You know what I mean? So every time we issue a discount Mm -hmm. or a coupon Mm -hmm. or something like that, it counts toward the churn number. So we're waiting for like another. I think
0: you're too early to really measure a lot of that stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Because uh, yeah, in both directions, it's misleading, right? So like, if you look at our MRR numbers, if you look at just the graph of that, we should be ecstatic like june from from june to july we grew by like 200% from june to july right but in reality the june numbers were only for 3 days because we or 4 days we launched on the 27th of june so from there to the end of june we made up you know about half of what july was total so actually that's a you know a downward spiral not not an uptick in sales because if we were to extrapolate that kind of Growth day by day that we had in June to every day in July, it should have been much, 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 much bigger. Um, mm-hmm. So when you actually get down and look at the numbers, then you're like, oh, what what really happened here? And then eventually you just kind of close the tab on the dashboard because it's just not helpful. Um, so we're waiting for another 30 or 60 days to really shake out and look at the number trends to see what's really going on in the business because our churn numbers are kind of impossible to really look at right now. Um, of course, because we had so many thousands of people coming from product hunt on those first two days, um, we had a lot of people sign up that just wanted to kick the tires. You know, they, they, they signed up, logged in once and then asked for a refund, which is fine, but it makes the chart looks weird. After the product hunt kind of bubble went by, we've had a lot more, I should say reasonable traffic, like the actual target people are coming by and signing up and a lot fewer of those people are kicking the tires and canceling. I mean, it's like we've had one in the last four weeks, you know what I mean? So, um, or three and a half weeks. Yeah, that's great. So it's like, um, once like the actual people that are interested in this or find us through a more organic means or through referrals that are a little less, um, fear of missing out driven, then, um, they tend to stick around more. Um, so there are good indicators going on with Nugget and there's some, you know, not so good indicators going on. And so there's a lot of things we have to fix. Like we've got a really leaky trial funnel. We've got over over 2,300 people in our free trial funnel, which, you know, hey, applause sound effect. That's great. But on the other hand, we have really weak call to actions in our <laughs> our trial funnel. Like to the point we just don't ask for the sale. Um, we actually got feedback yeah. from one customer emailed us said, hey, um, you know, it was cool and all you gave me seven free Nuggets. Um, and then they just stopped coming. You never asked me to go to your page and sign up. <laughs> I was like, well, we kind of did. It was in the PS, like in small print, you know, but it's like, come on. Um, gotta. F- we, we're really working on the, the total customer experience. So everybody in the free trial, what's their experience? How can we gain their trust so they sign up? And the people that do sign up, is there more that we can offer? Um, so we're really looking at that. Also, our onboarding right now is kind of a shit show, just to be honest. It's like... Yeah. You sign up. (laughs) This is the transparency people crave, man. So you sign up and we like basically vomit six emails on you right away. And it's because of (laughs) the way (laughs) (laughs) It's because of the way I, I have the system cobbled together, right? For me, it was very important to launch quickly and not really get hung up with the perfectionism of we gotta write this whole thing from scratch. And there's nothing out there on the market that does this, so we just have to write it and code it up and then we'll launch it. For me, I was like, okay. Um, when somebody clicks the pay now button, what happens? They go to Stripe, they pay me the money. So now I get an event in, in Stripe. Now that's a webhook I can hang off of, um, a tree of events in Zapier. So now Zapier sees that new customers created and does these five or six things, right? Creates an account in the community, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Sends them that day's nugget. So they immediately get a nugget. Um, so that kind of thing happens. They get their username and password. Then our community software then emails them it from its own system that we can't really control the timing of it. It just, as soon as we create the customer in the community, it sends out, uh, activation emails and, Hey, click here to activate your account, that kind of stuff. And then we drop them onto a welcome page on our site that says, Hey, here's what you can expect now. So we're, we're really kind of focusing on trying to clean up the onboarding experience, clean up that welcome page so we can be more clear about, you know, which email that you need to really focus on right now. And uh, so there's a bunch of things like that, that we can, we can make it better. We can fix some of our conversion rate issues and, uh, and move on from there. Like from visitors to free trial, like we're converting at like 45%, right? And. Uh-huh. So I'm not unhappy with that, right? <laughs> but the conversion rate from the free trial funnel into paying customers is just actually horrendous. So we got to fix that.
0: Well, that's a good problem to have, man. I mean, I think you're getting people on the top of the funnel is is tough, and and fixing a leaky funnel is is just uh, you know troubleshooting and, and iteratively fixing things. I would think. I mean, I don't think I run the kind of business that has a quote fall, you know, but um. Yeah, I would think, you know, if you if you have the thousands of people coming in the top, figuring out how to keep them around long enough to convert them is is not like rocket science, right?
1: Yeah. Especially not, not
0: rocket science like like driving targeted traffic. Yeah.
1: If they were interested enough from what you said on the the homepage copy, I think, you know, all of our landing pages can be improved. Like there's so many th- knobs that we can turn to optimize things. Well, what we really cared about Mm -hmm. was not getting hung up on making sure it was perfect. We just wanted to see if anybody, um, shared our enthusiasm for receiving business ideas in their email long range. That's actually not, um, that the, the actual business ideas, oddly enough, is not really our long range, um, emphasis with this product. Um, it's really about helping people to take those ideas and get on to the next step, which is validating and, um, you know, executing on the business. Um, But that's a, that's a you know, and and Justin and I have been having a lot of conversations about that, too, because that that skirts a a place that I don't really want to go. While I do love doing all I can do to help people, like in the community, a lot of brainstorming happens. Like, hey, customers told me this, um, and I can't seem to get past that. And then we'll all put our heads together and say, hey, why don't you try this or try that tactic or try this? Um, That's all well and good. That's very much like a mastermind group. I'm comfortable with that. What I'm not comfortable with is doing like, uh, like Brian Harris does. He has this course that, you know, pretty much tells people, you follow these steps and you're going to make, you know, you're, you're going to make money. You're going to make four figures off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah Noel K- Noel Kagan has one like that, you know, earn 1K. Um, Remit Sethi has one like that, um, zero to launch program, where it's just follow our curriculum and you will get a business at the other end, right? I don't want to go there because A, um, we haven't done that. Like we don't have proof that we have a system that has those results, right? We've not built 10, right. 10 businesses among ourselves and we can show, you know, the similarities in the processes there and, and then give that to people. While co- collectively we do have a lot of experience, we can share that in, in more of a mastermind setting to actually put together a video course where we say, okay, um, on day four, you're going to go out and do this. And on day five, you're going to do this to me. Um, I guess I have some issues with that.
0: Yeah, no, that's understandable. I think that you're you're kind of right to because I mean, you you have a lot of experience and and growing nugget like you have is is good experience, I think. But to to be preaching to people, uh, you know, how to go start and grow a SaaS business probably isn't something that I I don't know Justin that well, but I don't think either of you guys should be sort of preaching. I think building a community where you guys can throw ideas around is great. And I think that that's, there's a ton of value there. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, just in general, I, I don't think I would want to have that be my business. You know, I don't think I'd want to sell dreams to people. Um, I at agree the end with the that day, too. it's just kind of a slip, it's kind of a slippery slope, right? I mean, yeah. what you did, there's a lot of kind of you in, in that, you know, uh, and, and it, it might not all, a lot of times it wouldn't translate to just Joe blow off the street, following your eight step plan to, to make, you know, six figures.
1: Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, I very strongly believe that I seek counsel from people who are either at or have been where I want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I've always gone about it. It's not imposter syndrome. That's, it's like, it's not like a confidence thing. It's, uh, um, um, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's just very, it's a principled stand. I just, that's not the kind of business I want to run. Now I've always said from the beginning that yeah. I would very much like to see Nugget go to a place where we give people the ideas, give them a community where we can kind of mastermind group their progress. They have like an accountability thread. We can kick around problems and issues, clear hurdles for people. And then also when the founders of Nugget see a issue that a lot of people at certain stages of a business are having a, tr- having a problem with, you know, we've got 10 customers struggling with Facebook audience targeting, you know, or we've got, you know, six customers who are really struggling with laying out a landing page and getting the wording right. Or, you know, so we're, we're going to have monthly workshops. So if I see a bunch of people that are kicking around issues and it's all copywriting related, I'm going to call in Joanna Wiebe and, and get around for a workshop. Or And if I have Facebook ad problems, you know, it's like, bring in experts for workshops mm-hmm. and that is huge value add yeah. because now no, that's huge. There's a real expert in the room who's going to say, no, 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 you know, let's, let's throw away the stuff that doesn't work and let's get to, right to the thing that's going to work for most of you in most situations. And, uh,
0: and mm-hmm. then, uh, mm-hmm.
1: that's, that's very much where I would like to, to go with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting, man. There's a lot going on. It's, uh, that's really exciting to hear. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a thing.
1: I didn't, Didn't know, you know, you kind of hope. And it's like, well, this is pretty cool. Let's try it see what happens. Um, I don't want to spend the rest of my life um, in the circular circular reference here of startup founders building products to help startup founders. You know what I mean? So um, at some point I got to break out of that. Like Justin's got one of the nuggets that he and one of the developers from – I can't remember if it's from his current day job or from a past position – they're going to, they're going to tackle one of the, one of the nuggets, like on the side, like on the side of the side. Oh, really? Thing. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. He's, so he's having a developer working. He's talking to some customers and, uh, cause it's, he's, he, he feels he's got maybe half the code done already for a different project he was going to work on. So, um, so okay. th- things like that have come up. Um, interesting. Yeah. And then me, I've still got mastermind jam going and I've got a lot of things that I'm going to change about mastermind jam in the coming weeks. I'm still kind of getting all that coalesced down and exactly what's going to go on. But, uh, I'm kind of at my wits end with people signing up and flaking out on the first meeting. Uh, I don't, I don't mean to rant too much yeah. about this, but let me just say it pisses me off when people sign up, like they pay real money. Like people are paying, you know, almost 500 bucks to not answer an email from everybody else in their, in their mastermind group. Are you shitting me? You signed up to be in a mastermind group. And then <laughs> When three out of four people say, hey, Tuesday night looks great for me. How about you, so-and-so? I see on your calendar that you submitted that you're available Tuesday night. Is this good with you? Crickets. Nothing. Fuck that, man. What is that about? I don't I don't understand it. I've never gotten to the bottom of it. Of the Of the 10 or 12 times this has happened um, where it's just been I have never heard back from the person, um, there's been one case where the person actually surfaced like a month later and said, oh, hey, um... Yeah, I was like IT director on a mining expedition to some place in Africa, and I just didn't have access to the internet. Sorry about that. It's like, okay, you get a pass. Ah, uh, bullshit. You know? <laughs> Fine. I'll, I'll let you off of that one, but, you know. Um, uh, but these other people,
0: like, they, you just so never I get have from going So I have to say, I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guilty uh, of this. So I, so I signed up through the DC for a new mastermind. Uh huh. And, um,. I totally I made the first call was like in the hot seat by chance kind of.
1: Oh. Did um, you flake?
0: And then yeah, like I got all the benefit, right? Because I had four other people telling me what I should do with my business. Oh
1: no. And then
0: the next week well, it was it was like a bit of a scheduling thing. Like they added it to my personal calendar, not to my podcast motor calendar, which is you know, and then someone else got scheduled on top of it. And so I was like, Look, I gotta take like a customer call. Like it's important. Right. right. Um so I totally, and we only meet every other month, but, but we have a rule that I think if you miss yes, they do. three, uh, three, you know, whatever meetings here, you're out. Yeah. So, um, I've got it. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I hate those rules. I'm by the on way. the ball now. Yeah.
1: I hate those rules. I hate, I've always hated, like, this is our standard operating procedure for mastermind groups. And if you, know, if you're late to two meetings, you get a warning and you know, we're adults here, but apparently not everybody's adults to sign up for these things.
0: I think it's uh I think it's a guideline more than anything. I don't think it's a hard and fast rule. For us, I don't think it's a hard and fast rule. But if someone just sucks, they're going to get kicked out, and it's just a reason to kick them out.
1: Yeah, but uh, I just w- I'm I'm going to build in some ways that I can engage more with people through the life of their mastermind group, and so I can see warning signs as they come up. Um, you know, summer happens. Like like for me, like in my mastermind group, summer has destroyed all semblance of routine in our mastermind group. And we've all done it. Like um, everything from, oh, my family has movie night planned this night because we're all, you know, all the summer breaks line up and baseball or whatever. And we're going to watch Sharknado. And (laughs) we can't make the mastermind group call tonight. To, you know, like I was out of town on vacation in Georgia. And so I missed the mastermind group. Um, That kind of stuff. Uh, That stuff happens. But just to not answer an email for, you know, weeks on end, it's just nuts to me. Um, and it, and it happens more to the beginners, I'll say, but it also happens to people at the upper tiers too, that that's like, you're running a business that's making $50,000 a month and you can't reply to an email to take part in a service and get value from a service that you signed up and paid money for. Like, did your assistant sign you up for this and you don't really want to do it? I mean, it's it's just, it's mind boggling to me. Um, and I've reached (laughs) out to some of these people, but like, I don't have their email, I don't have their phone number, right? I would give them a call if I could, but it's like... I feel like signing up for their SaaS.
0: They're not responding to you either, right? Right.
1: No. I feel like signing up for their SaaS and just like hitting their customer support line. It's like, hey, let me talk to the CEO. He signed up for this thing and he's not.
0: Right. Good luck with that.
1: Because it's, it's, it's a really <laughs> weird place to be in. It's not quite a marketplace problem, but you understand the problem. It's like one person can fuck up an entire experience for the other three people. It, yeah. It can be, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be like a douchebag comment during the mastermind, or he's a jerk in all the meetings and everybody just doesn't want to deal with it and doesn't want to confront him. So they just flake or just one guy not answering the emails. And it's like, I've had customers tell me, well, I said, well, you know, you, I can try to email you. Would you like me to follow up with him? No, 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 don't do that. You shouldn't have to chase this guy down. Cause if you have to chase him down, there's probably not going to be a good person to have in a group anyway. We'll just go with three and see how that works. And you can just kind of feel the. Mm-hmm resignation in their, in their voice, just like, ah, we'll, we'll just try. We'll see if this works, yeah. you know? Yeah. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking not only do I have now probably four people that aren't going to be advocates for my service or recommend me to their friend, but I'm going to have probably at least three people who are asking for a w- refund in a month. You know what I mean? Um,
0: right. Yeah, so, for sure.
1: And at the, you know,
0: definitely is a community event. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, uh, it's like, uh, it's just a really complex interpersonal human relationship problem then <laughs> that I didn't anticipate with that business <laughs> did not anticipate it. So from that standpoint, I like nugget better cause I don't have to like for you to get value out of the service has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. Um, yeah. But now that I say that maybe that's not true because the community kind of has to thrive
0: further to be that part of the value. But it's not, it's not three other people. it's, 100 yeah so so
1: chances are easier yeah of the people that are signed up there's going to be other people that communicate with you um yeah yeah i keep going back to like the fizzle model and the you know um the dynamite circle and um founder cafe where it's a paid membership to be part of a community basically right Mm -hmm. and they have their ups and downs they have periods where there's a lot of activity and periods where there's nothing but tumbleweeds um so hopefully we can build something that uh, is s- sustainable.
0: That's cool, man. That's uh it, yeah, I think the, and the nuggets is a cool way to entice the activity in the community. Cause that's the tough part is just starting the dialogue mm-hmm. to, to draw out. Like you're talking about, like everyone's having trouble with Facebook ads or whatever. You wouldn't know that unless people were actually in there talking about specific things. Yeah. So the nuggets are almost like lead gen for the community. Right. Um, that's right. Yeah.
1: And we're thinking about, um, lowering the price because we're seeing yeah. right now that we, we would like to err on the side of getting more people in the door, um, to interact in the community quicker. You know what I mean? It's a balance. Mm-hmm. Cause if we just let a bunch of free people in, then you invite in like trolls and, you know, people that are just going to be negative and, um, don't want that. Like a few of these ideas we posted on, uh, before we launched Nugget, we posted a couple ideas on, uh, discuss.bootstrap.fm. And some of the the comments were, I won't say negative. They weren't trolling. It was more like, it was lazy feedback. It was like, um, we posted the the problem that somebody was having. I wish there was software that solved this for me. And one of the first comments was like, well, did they try to Google it?
0: (laughs) It's like, fuck off, right? It's
1: a lazy response. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? We we don't get any of that in our community because these people are like, you know, we give them the facts about the 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 problem area, the domain of the problem, the you know the the money involved. Is this a B two B, B two C app? Is this bootstrappable? Is this a marketplace? You know, all these kind of facets about these ideas. Um, and then we get real intel- intelligent responses. Um, the customer interviews we've gotten from this have been amazing. Like I love like talk like getting to know the customers has been the best part of the journey. You know, bar none, hands down. I do love that Nugget exposes me to so many different other niches and industries. You start to see; it, it just expands your mind a lot. Mm-hmm. So, anytime you can stop me talking about Nugget if you're tired of it.
0: <laughs> no, man, I, I love I, I love to hear about it because I, I mean, yeah, I did. You know, honestly, uh, I didn't sort of love the idea of in, and, and I don't think I was shy about that. <laughs> no, you're pretty <laughs> when we were talking before, it, yeah. and and and. and yeah, well, and it's you know what it 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 still is for the same reason that I have some hesitations about it, and you and you kind of are too. Is the same thing we were just talking about is like creating a business to help other online entrepreneurs is not always a great business, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I we see it with with Podcast Motor a little bit where like we 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 provide for some people a super necessary service, but for a lot of people it's very. Sort of fluff, right? Yeah. Like, Podcast Motor is probably the second thing to go when the the purse strings get tight. Yeah. A- and it's the biggest thing I've learned. Well, I've learned two things. One, I've learned how to hire and manage a team, which is really valuable. I've learned that I, I all things being equal, probably don't want to have twelve people, uh, you know, in my company unless we're doing you know millions of dollars a year, and and need something that's a little more scalable than a service business. So yeah. I've learned that. But, but I've also learned that like I, my next business and I'm not doing anything different right now, but, but when I do decide to do something different, it will be something that is so fucking important to someone's business or, or, or to them personally that they, they would just die without it. That's like the most important thing to me, you know, because like we have people cancel or I'm going to go on break or it's summer, so I'm just going to fuck off for a while. And like this is my job. This is like my livelihood and and you, you just going on vacation and and not being able to sort of, you know, keep up with things really hurts me. Uh, you know, like accounting software or, or whatever that applies to a ton of people and is really, really, really important to them. Yeah. Is what a real business is. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that for, for me kind of like doing some introspection this time while we're in Florida, uh, and, and like hearing about Nugget and stuff, like it's—don't get me wrong, it's great, and I think you're learning a lot, and the community you're building is going to be really valuable. But neither of us have like die-hard real businesses out of this.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Let, let's make no mistake about and it. And don't, don't
0: don't take me wrong, because no. I'm including myself and in, you know quitting my fucking job for this. But but it's um it's like a glorified hobby.
1: Yeah, it's um I so I was telling my mother-in-law about Nugget,
0: right? And she already thinks yeah, like... That's, that's the test, right? That's the test. <laughs> well... You're fucking nuts. Right? So, so I, always tell,
1: I, I i said this to, to Justin when we were thinking about changing the name before we launched. It's like, um, he's like, I don't know, is Nugget better or worse than Startup Lab? And I said, okay. On one hand, I, I love the quirkiness of Nugget. I can get behind that. But on the other hand... If I if I'm an entrepreneur, I got a day job and I'm telling my wife I want to quit my job and start my own business. And she looks at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I said and she asks, Where did you get your business idea? And I have to tell her one of two things. Am I going to say I got my business idea that I'm going to quit my job and risk our 401k and our house and our livelihood too? Am I going to tell her I got it from Nugget? Or am I going to tell her I got it from Startup Lab? And that was the tipping point where we said, okay, we're going to go with Startup Lab, right? Because it was like, that's a, that's real life. That's he and I could both like both of our wives were. you've seen that state farm commercial, right? (laughs) Where It's just like, who are you talking to so late? It's like the state farm Mm -hmm. agent. Right, 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 right,
0: right. Yeah. Right.
1: And it's like, well, she sounds hideous. That's, that's exactly the conversations like we have with our wives. Like, are you talking to your work mistress again? And, um, so anyway, I, I totally agree with that. Um, you, you've got to, you've got to weigh that when you're, when you're evaluating a business. So I, I was talking to my mother-in-law, she already, already thought mastermind jam was the weirdest thing ever. Right. And like, because her husband has run a business for 40 years, he's never had a mastermind group and he's done just fine. Right. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm laughing just cause
1: it's, I'm a, it's a reality on the
0: other side of like the career decision at this yeah. point. Like I've quit, right. whatever. It's great. Right. I, and, and podcast motor is, doing fairly but (laughs) jesus like
1: so i was telling her about nugget first of all the name like it would have been an easier conversation if it was called startup lab but no 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 we went nugget it's called nugget and uh so i'm trying to explain to her and it's just like i might as well have been telling her how i manufacture sell you know and distribute heroin out of our bathtub because (laughs) she she has the same amount of skepticism. Like, oh, what, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Like, right. no. she's like, I, no, I, we, we come up with business ideas and we email them to people and they pay us for that. And she's like, wait, say that again. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, why don't you just take one of the business ideas and make a business out of it? Well, right, they, yeah. well, look <laughs> at her it's going to just putting a name on the elephant in the room, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's something but 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 you know so so this is the great thing about the the online world though right is uh to whatever extent we both have things that make money right yeah and are you know providing utility to our sort of users and customers and like you guys are going to hire a va and you're going to go employ somebody and you're you know spending money and creating economy places and that so that's cool too right out of thin air you're you're sort of creating wealth for the world. Yeah, that's really cool.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. The <laughs> it's easy to dive in the other direction of like, uh, what am I doing for the world? You know what I mean? Well, I am not curing yeah, cancer no. here. I'm just um, helping people ruminate, navel gazing about what
0: idea they should have. But the- <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I want to talk about something uh, we haven't talked about. Uh, you know, drip being sold, and this is kind of like that whole cascade of thought, right? Like, first of all, super mad props to Rob and Derek, uh, for, you know, selling, selling drip to, uh, Clay Collins and lead pages to, uh, lead pages. Yes. I'm sorry. So tons of hard work and very thoughtful, you know, guys to, to, and they deserve it. Absolutely. But, but, but it got me thinking like, like and we've talked before, I think if, if you can't build a million dollar business, you shouldn't do it. A- and like seeing them do that kind of started all these thoughts for me about like, what am I doing? And is the time and energy that I'm putting in with my sort of knowledge and expertise and experience going to the most sort of like uh highly leveraged outcome? Yeah. You know? Leverage. We talk about leverage a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a bad word. I, I think leverage just means you're doing the right thing to get the best result in the end.
1: Yeah. I put I put one unit of energy in this side, and I get more than one unit of energy out of the other side. There's a lever in that yeah. box somewhere, you know. So what else is going on with you? You've, you've got, before we go, so
0: you're like, you're in, in the U.S. now, but only briefly, right? Yep. We are in Florida right now, staying at my parents' house, which is actually been pretty good. Um, and the kids love hanging out with grandma and grandpa. So it's really cool. It gives me a chance to really focus on work cause there's not much else to do here. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been good. We've been, um, so I've been working a lot just trying to really kind of get the business running as smoothly as possible. Cause we, you know, the summer has been kind of slow, but then we pick up new customers, which new customers are really tough for us because there's so much new stuff to sort of organize. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so we're here for three more weeks then we go back to live in France and we'll be there for, I don't know, a year at least we have a visa for a year and we can renew it. And so we're really excited. We have a house rented in France in a little town called Annecy, which is kind of near the Swiss border. So like kind of the Eastern part of France in the Alps, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. So we're learning French and, uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. Kids are going to go to public school, so sink or swim time for all of us. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Nice. All right, man. Well, uh, let's talk next week. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, the worst sign off ever.
0: We're out of. We're out of practice. <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> yeah,
1: that must have been it. <laughs>
0: If you uh, if you don't want us to go another five weeks in between episodes, uh, you know, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you've signed up for Nugget and have sort of feedback or thoughts for Ken and you want to share on the show, we'd love to hear that. Um, but otherwise, always appreciate the, the ratings and reviews. We had a comment from Founder Cafe today, actually, about someone uh, who listens to the show and was, you know, so, so we have one listener at least, Ken, uh, Paul Bleich. Uh, so, Paul, thanks for the shout out uh, talking about how, you know, we're keeping you company on your commute. So it's always great to hear, you know, people who are connecting with what we have to say. Yeah. Even though sometimes it's just gibberish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can I can relate to the commute along with the commute.
0: Yep. Nice.
1: All right, man. Well. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later on then. All right. Peace out.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. To stay up to date and learn more about balancing your family and your startup, visit www.nightsandweekendspodcast.com. We'll catch you next time.